Have you ever found yourself uttering the words, I don't have enough time to ride? Well, a couple of months ago, I was saying that all of the time. And, you know, I kind of, I was getting a bit annoyed with myself, to be honest, the whinging and the moaning and the whining. So I decided to do something about it. And this week, I want to invite you to do the same, to partake in a little bit of an experiment if time has been a challenge for you and your riding. Okay, let's dive into it. Hey there and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Lorna Leeson. I'm an equestrian trainer and coach and I help riders who ride alone go from feeling, well, maybe guilty, bored or stuck to having simple plans and outcomes for each ride so that they can successfully train their horses. Okay, and all those feelings, guilty, bored, stuck, ah, they can very often be the feelings that come up when we are not being consistent, okay? And I do know that consistency is a huge challenge. It was a challenge for me like really a few months back. I was particularly feeling a lot of guilt around it. I felt that any time I was out doing the horses, I wasn't in the house with the children. And then any time I was working, I wasn't with the horses. And it was like this whole thing and I was shooting on myself all over the place. But luckily, I kind of got tired of myself and I decided okay come on we have to we have to do something else here let's let's try something different okay so what I began to do was creating a little bit of a system because well to be honest continually berating myself over what I was doing at that particular moment of time was it was tiresome eh? it was tiresome so I decided to uh, just make a decision once and for all regarding the upcoming week and then stick to it and follow this kind of plan in order to make it work, okay? So first and foremost, as I said, I made a decision. Now I know, I know, I know, I know. This sounds so simple, like, okay, you made a decision. No, but really I did, okay? Because what I had noticed was it really had become a mindset for me. It was something like a habit I had just fallen into. And this constant like, oh, I don't have enough time. No, I wouldn't have enough time. Oh gosh, no, I never have enough time. No, I don't have enough time. Like time, 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 time. And there not being enough of it. That was it. That was like my theme tune, okay? So I decided, okay, come on. Do you really want to ride or not? Okay, like let's let's just get down to like the, the absolute basics here. Do you want to ride the horse? or not. And before I kind of made the decision, I had already agreed with myself, okay, I told myself that there's no wrong or right answer here. It doesn't matter, okay, what the right answer at this particular moment in time is, is the one that I actually want to do. Do I want to ride the horse or do I want to not ride the horse? Simple, okay? Now, I also had said that before I was going to make this decision that I was going to be committed to the outcome, okay? So whatever decision I came to, either way, I was committing to it, which means I wasn't going to get three days in and go, oh, no, you know what? I was wrong. Let's do it this way, okay? I really and truly was going to commit, but also I wasn't going to allow my decision to be based on my current circumstances at that time. And the reason I kind of said this to myself was because I have this terrible habit of saying, you know, I should do that. You know, I should. I'm always shooting on myself. So I was like, no, no, no. 
you either you either want or you don't there you go take everything else out okay and then once I was able to like actually decide that and make that decision it it was first of all very freeing and secondly it kind of gave me a starting point to work from because from that I was able to begin crafting a week that actually supported my decision either way okay so obviously I chose to ride the horse okay but again once I'd chosen to ride the horse okay I made it mean that I was 100% committed to making riding the horse one of my top priorities for that week okay now if I had a chose no I don't want to ride well, that was fine. I was going to really and truly commit to that. And there have been weeks since um, that, yes, that was my decision. I said, no, I'm, I'm not going to ride this week. Um, it was just, there was the, the way the, the things were laid out and I just wasn't feeling it. And there was other, I suppose for me, the big thing is priorities and everything. And that's fine. Okay. But for that particular week, the week in question here, it was in November. I said, no, I'm going to ride. And that was it. I'd made the decision. And then I said to myself, it's done. We're not going to come back to this. The decision is made. So let's stop second guessing at every available opportunity. Okay, so once I decided to ride, which in this case, as I said, this was back in November, I kind of had to figure out all the, (laughs) figure out the logistics of it, okay? So my next question was, okay, so how often am I going to ride, okay? Now, I think that from here, there had, there has to be planning, but there also has to be a lot of discipline involved, okay? Um, I think that it's really important to understand what sort of a priority or where on the list of priorities horse riding is going to be for you if you're kind of challenged with this same problem. Like, what comes on top of horse riding? Because I'm sure there's other more important things than horse riding, hey? Let's be honest. So um, I do think that it was kind of a matter of going in and creating kind of a list of things that were priorities and then understanding where horse riding fitted in that list, because that made it so much easier then later to make decisions as things came up. And things will always come up, hey? This is why we don't have enough time to ride, because all the things come up. But if we have this sorted out first, um, it really helps. So for me, it's usually meal times and also quiet times in the morning. Um, I like to get up a little bit before everybody else just to have a moment or three. And then also around this time, I had committed to walking more and hiking more again, because as I said, I was really feeling like this crunch of time, this, I don't have enough time for anything. And horse riding was one of those things. But it what it really came down to was, I don't have enough time for the things I enjoy. <laughs> okay. So I really and truly committed to that. It was really important. But once I had all kind of my uh, priorities, obviously there's others, but um, once my all my priorities were in place, I was then able to actually get out a calendar and start like marking those in. And this is why I'm saying have your top priorities in place. Like for example, meal times or maybe it's responsibilities at work. Um, Maybe it's projects and deadlines you have to meet or whatever the case is. Okay, there's always going to be priorities that at the end of the day, while it would be lovely to go horse riding, you have to get these things done. Okay, so get all those in first. And then from there, and based on where horse riding is on the list of priorities, begin now looking 
for kind of chunks of time, okay? So for the sake of this little experiment that I was on back in November, I had chosen that I was gonna write four days for that week, okay? Now, ideally I would have liked five, and you know what, there's some weeks where I will put in three days, but I actually can see that there's probably a little wiggle room later in the week that I would get the fourth day in, okay? Or the fifth day or whatever, okay? Um, but I put in what is doable, okay? And then also the doable is a little bit of a stretch. So like it would be so much easier to say, and I'll write two days like knowing right well, I'm definitely going to write two. But I feel that putting in the three actually almost like helps me to create a little bit more discipline in my life, which I feel is like almost like a muscle that you can strengthen. And once that is created, you can then going forward, uh, use that to your advantage. So I would suggest doing that as well. But you know, the, you're going to have a look at what your schedule is but my advice would to make it a little bit of a stretchy kind of a oof, okay I'll get there but don't go too bananas with it okay keep it within the kind of realms of reality as well okay from here it's then a matter of just figuring out what you're going to do um, and I think that what you're going to do is really important because it can be easy to say like, oh, I'm going to ride four days this week and you schedule it in and then there you go, Bob's your uncles and Sally's your aunt. But when you think about horse riding and when we think about the reason horse riding begins to kind of fall out of our list of priorities or falls down the list of priorities, very often this can be due to boredom. Okay, and as riders, we don't want to admit that because that kind of we almost feel a little bit of shame and maybe some guilt around that. But if you're doing the same thing every day and it's just like it's like on repeat over and over and over again, this is very often why we, you know, we, we almost like allow other things to crop up. So I think that one of the best remedies to this is to begin choosing exercises that inspire you a little bit, okay? Like that you're kind of like, ooh, that like, you know, that, that could really move us on. And if I, and I'm not saying these exercises should be like crazy and um, complicated and difficult and all that thing, okay? It can be simple exercises, but the mere fact that you're putting maybe four, we're using four days in this example, but that you're gonna put four together that would complement each other and that by the end of the week, you're actually going to see a positive result or there's a good chance you're going to see a positive result, okay? Or a positive improvement if you want, okay? Um, that is inspiring. And getting that little win of the improvement or the result or whatever at the end is actually going to help inspire and set you up for the following week, okay? So I think that choosing the exercises is really important. Now, what I normally do is I'll look back at what I have been working on previously and I'll just kind of add a little bit to it or I'll see like oh okay like w there's like this area that is weaker than the other areas and that we need to work on so you'll know what that is for you and your horse but what I would suggest doing then is creating a couple of exercises now they don't all have to be around that topic but I do think they should be fairly complementary Okay, so for example, if you're working on suppleness, lateral movement or lateral work on the ground can be a nice way. Okay, if you're working on rhythm, well, again, lateral. 
<laughs> this is not an episode about lateral work, but that lateral work can really help with both those things, okay? And like help improve it and it's kind of moves it outside and it's something slightly different as well, okay? So really, really important. Um, and I, I cannot stress the importance of having simple exercises. If you go all fancy and complicated, okay, or you, you let's say choose a pole exercise, a, a ground pole exercise or even a grid, that like takes four hours to set up. <laughs> You're not going to get to it. It just won't happen. So don't do that. Choose simple, 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 simple. Okay. Really important. Okay. And then what I also done was I um, had a couple of like in reserve um, or spare, if you want, exercises that I could work on. But I'll get to that just now. Okay. From here, then it came down to actually doing the work. And for me, the biggest challenge at this point, and this is where I had kind of fallen into this habit of should, I should, 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 everything was shoulding, and um, I was just not getting to do what I wanted to do, was that I wasn't being disciplined enough. And I felt that once I made this kind of final commitment to myself, um, it it changed that. So what I began to do, but, but this was obviously while I was still planning out the week, was think about, okay, so like I say, I'm going to do this, 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 but you know, let's be realistic. Sometimes things do actually come up. Things that are not excuses, things that are reasons, like genuine reasons that you're not going to be able to ride. Okay. So for me, it might be that something has happened, one of the horses and there's a vet visit or a vet call out. Okay. Whatever the cases okay and um, it could be that one of the children gets sick and they have to go to the doctor okay like they're genuine reasons okay and if I look at my list of priorities those things are definitely more of a priority than horse riding okay I know I used horses here in this situation but obviously the horse's health is is a greater priority than horse riding okay so I think that it's important just to get that straightened out but what I done was I actually began to kind of say okay so what would be okay for me if it happened that I could actually say no I'm not going to ride today and like I wouldn't feel bad about it I wouldn't feel guilty about it it was just a decision that I'd made beforehand and that particular set of circumstances showed up, and there we go, the decision was already made, done and dusted. And then what potentially could show up that, in my past experience, I have allowed to be a reason, whereas really and truly it was actually only an excuse. So it could be like somebody phoning and saying, oh, like we'll meet for a cup of coffee and a chat, okay? Or it could be that I just felt really tired in the evenings, okay? Something like that. So I think that if you can kind of plan in advance and kind of understand like, okay, so these are excuses that I tend to lean on heavily, okay, sometimes. And these are actual reasons that I feel it's okay. Like if I was to explain it to a complete stranger who was holding me accountable, they would also agree that yes, definitely, that is a very valid reason for not riding the horse, okay? But getting that straightened out helps. And then I also had these few other kind of additional commitments, kind of like clauses, okay, in the contract I had with myself, okay, my commitment to myself. Um, but yeah, I had these set up as well. So the first one was that I just was not going to allow myself to moan or complain about not having enough time. And 
the whole not having enough time to ride and me like moaning and going on and on and on, it was just a habit. It was just an easy thing to say. Sometimes I wouldn't even notice I was saying it. And here I am just like saying it. So I had to get really, really mindful and really, really aware of that in order to change that. I think that that's really important. And then I also created, remember I said I had these like kind of spare exercises? Well, I actually created a few things that I could do if I only had maybe 15 minutes. Now, some were groundwork exercises that I could work on with the horse and some were things that I could do around the yard or the barn or whatever but it just meant that that commitment to showing up and to being with the horse okay being down there even though technically I did not get to ride the horse it was this kind of discipline creating the discipline around it that I was showing up and doing something okay and not just you know, wandering around the state was doing nothing. This was like having a bit of a bat plan here. And that was really important. And then my third kind of clause in it all was that I would inform the people in my life of my decisions and then ask for support if necessary. Because at the end of the day, it was going to impact them as well. Like if I'm suddenly making this decision to like, I am going to ride four days a week. And you know, the children are like, where's mommy gone? Why isn't she here? Um, I have to explain this to people. Um, you know, I don't think any of us are in Ireland. All that fun stuff. So, yeah. it And then having everybody else, like the people who obviously this is going to impact, having them all on board really and truly helped as well because they not only hold you accountable, but they also their support then as well along the way. So... First and foremost, you can get all of this in a nifty handy little workbook over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash time. It's free, I've laid it out for you that you can use to actually plan out, okay? And also in that workbook, I have 80 plus topics that you can actually choose to work on with your horse. Now, some do not actually involve your horse. They're just like the days, as I said, I'd be down at the stables just to actually make sure that I continued with that discipline and that consistency of being there and showing up, okay? So you can get that over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash time. And then you can also join us inside of the Facebook group. You'll find the link over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash group. And join us in the Facebook group there. And yeah, work with us during the week and let's see how you get on doing this with your horse. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that for today. Have a great one. Keep well. And I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.